You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. That's Martian for I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci Fi Five. Five minutes of science fiction history for December 13th. If you don't speak Martian, don't worry. Today's show will be in English, but in case of a Martian attack, like the one depicted in Tim Burton's Mars Attacks, released on this day in 1996, you may want to become fluent in order to spare yourself from our Martian conquerors. Not that it would help that much. The Martians seem determined to attack, and kill Earthlings, and basically destroy everything on our home planet. It's what they do. It's hard to argue with the source material on this one. The 1996 movie directed by Tim Burton was based on a notorious set of trading cards released by the Topps Company in 1962. The perfect story for the Cold War, the set depicted Martians with giant visible brains and skeletal faces, wearing spacesuits and using all kinds of creative, horrific weapons to terrorize the people of Earth. The bold, vibrant colors, the grotesque imagery, and the -the over-the-top scenes made the cards instant favorites among kids because, of course, parents were disgusted. Fast forward through the decades, and the Mars Attacks card set was a fondly remembered and highly collectible piece of nostalgia. Add it all up, and you've got the perfect fodder for the whimsical yet creepy creative style of Tim Burton, riding high on the success of projects like Ed Wood, Beetlejuice, and two Batman movies. He handed the writing over to Jonathan Gems, who used the original cards as source material, but was unaware that on the back of each there was already a story being told, a paragraph at a time. The script came together, though, with a handful of rewrites and, naturally, credit to the five writers of those original trading cards. Burton settled on a solidly retro look. If the props and set pieces didn't look like they came right out of a comic book, they existed playfully somewhere between 1950s and 1980s B-movie chic. Even the Martians were rendered in CG with a herky-jerky style of movement to give them the look of stop-motion animation from earlier days of film special effects. And then there was the cast. More on that when we come back. For Tim Burton's Mars Attacks, itself a pastiche of classic invasion films, pulp themes, and pop imagery, a cast was assembled that ran the gamut. Boasting more than 20 main characters, we could spend way more than five minutes on each. Former James Bond Pierce Brosnan shares the screen with Sex and the City star Sarah Jessica Parker. Danny DeVito drops in, and so does Martin Short. The First Lady is played by Glenn Close, not to be outdone by the President, played by Jack Nicholson. Pam Greer, Michael J. Fox, Jack Black, Natalie Portman, Jim Brown, Tom Jones, because, come on, Tom Jones. The movie very clearly had its tongue firmly planted in its Martian cheek, with a high body count as sadistic aliens gleefully vaporized an all-star cast. Audiences didn't seem to really get it, though. While it turned a profit, the box office wasn't overwhelming. The product tie-ins were there, but mostly dried up soon after release. Most critics were lukewarm, seemingly split on whether the send-up of alien invasion movies was too true to its source material or not serious enough. You can't please everyone. But a funny thing happened. Just like those original Topps trading cards, 
the movie got its own cult following, and years later, is seen by many as a Tim Burton classic. Coming full circle, the cards themselves have gained a new life too. The original set will cost you a fortune, but it's been reprinted as cards and books, and Topps even put out a limited set in February of 2021, featuring Elon Musk turning his attention to attack Mars. And just because we are firmly in the 2020s, there is, of course, an NFT set for Mars Attacks, just in case you need to horrify your parents with all new technology, too. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for December 13th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.